All right, let's go. My last uh, one was really confusing, and it was just because of the fact that I was just so annoyed with how fandoms can be. I'm going to probably, like, turn that into a WordPress article, but that's not what this is about. Okay, um, man, a lot has happened this past week, actually. Like, well, not a lot, but, like, on a personal level, a handful of things. Like, first off, my, uh, uh, I don't know if I ever mentioned it before, but a while back, uh, I had a, my cousin, she's, I mean, she's still my cousin. I wouldn't say a while back I had a cousin because she's still my cousin. But, um, um, my cousin a, a while back, um, was doing a Sims generated Afrocentric soap opera series. It was called What Do the Lonely Do? And it was ridiculously popular. It was like, it was really well done. I rather, it had it, it got enough attention to get some kind of like it, it it was popular enough to um get like imitators so to speak i believe that the moment that you get imitated is the moment that you are, you have just you did it you know what i'm saying <sighs> well in any case my um in any case uh my cousin she got hyper obsessed with the sims generated uh stuff so she started like doing a lot more stuff with sims based thing for those who the popular video game sims and uh one of those things was was that like uh you know she started a, she created a character and uh, she started making like a series dedicated to this character and uh because i wanted to be a voice actor so badly my cousin put me on some of her projects and uh for a long time i wasn't able to get to do her projects as much as i wanted to because i was always working and uh and stuff so you know i've if and if i wasn't working she was working because you know she got a whole life too so you know it was kind of just a back and forth sort of ordeal so now apparently the times are aligning and uh she's um she's like hey can you still get, can you get some lines now yes cuz i can and now i am i'm back doing that and it's just it's wild it's a it's a wild um this thing she got me voicing is just wild. I, I I can't even describe it. All I can tell you is somebody got kidnapped, and apparently my character is awesome enough to like make that like not happen. I'll say that much. Uh, but in any case, it's just like you know, I, it, it's kind of wild to me because like looking back, the whole voicing her character thing is ultimately what made her comfortable enough with me living with them so i could um uh do the you know so i can go to texas and going to texas ultimately led to me going to reality of wrestling and trying to uh do the trying to do the training thing and it, it's just like it, it's kind of it, it feels like a full circle moment <sighs> yeah i mean it, it is it's a full circle moment and it feels like a full circle moment. So I'm, you know, it's like, so I'm a little grateful about that, but also a little salty. I'm still not in reality of wrestling right now. Thanks to COVID and that. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, shoot. I would have done this earlier, but I was watching a New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong episode. Now I want to go ahead and like kind of 
full dis- like not I'm not gonna say full disclosure, but I will say um I want to just sort of be open a little bit about this. For the longest time, I was not a fan of Japanese wrestling. And it had nothing to do with the wrestling itself because the wrestling is amazing. But there is there was such thing as too good to me when I was when I was growing up. And um I remember like for a long time, a big uh <sighs> man, I hate doing these late because I hate I hate yawning. Um but like uh the the thing was was that like at the time I was watching I was watching Ring of Honor. I was like I would watch Ring of Honor in spades and speckles because I never really like I never had enough money to actually like buy a DVD and I never really could like watch the show. So I would just watch bits and pieces of it like online and that kind of helped me sort of at least understand a lot of it. Um by the way, rest in peace to uh Jay Briscoe. But um but like a lot of Ring of Honor stuff, it came across as I used to call it weeaboo wrestling because it came across as a bunch of white dudes basically emulating everything that they saw in in Japanese wrestling. And I would watch Japanese wrestling, and it's like it's so good that it's like it makes sense for them to want to emulate this stuff. But at the same time, it's like you know, it just felt like it was sort of it, it just felt like it was being like it felt like Japanese wrestling was taking over american wrestling and i just wasn't ready for that humongous transition to happen you know i was you know and ultimately it did when homicide i don't i don't know if i can say that word but uh when um nelson arazo lost his uh lost the championship to man i forgot that dude's name uh morishima morishima that was the moment where i just stopped watching um that was the moment when I just stopped watching uh like Ring of Honor entirely because it was like, well, the the takeover the takeover has succeeded, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like not nothing against Morishima. Morishima is a good wrestler. The dude is very talented and um you know and, and like you know it was a good match, but it was like if you looked at this match, it just looked like I mean like I I want to say I'm at least I want to say I'm taller than um I want to say I'm taller than uh than than uh Nelson Arazo. So um to be able to um you know like and Morishima's a large large dude. It's just it just felt like one of those matches where it was like you know it was it felt like one of those matches where it was like it was kind of inevitable for a title switch, but also it it made his uh it made um uh 187, that's what I'm going to call him. 187's uh title reign feel much shorter than it probably was so it's like you know you only you gave him this title after he just basically helped save ring of honor from a hostile takeover of combat zone wrestling only to like only to have him lose it to this walking tower of a human being you know it's like you know it's like thanks for saving ring of honor now go away it's just it's just you know, it was kind of like, you know, it, it was bittersweet. So that was the moment when I stopped watching Ring of Honor. And oddly enough, I am like, you know, fast forward a few years later, I want to say like, I don't know, 2017, maybe, you know, all of a sudden I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm at work. I'm getting ready to get off work. And, um, you know, I, and on TV, I, I was working at a, washing dishes at a Navy base. I don't know why I told you that. But like uh, I'm at the Navy base, you know, I'm watching TV and it just 
randomly shows up on um random like Rio Barter is randomly playing on TV. And I'm like, the Briscoe's got hair now? That's it is it, it, it was that long. It was that big of a gap. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know anything about what was going on in Ring of Honor. Like I said, I just completely like fell off with it. And then all of a sudden I I'm looking on TV and it's like, when did the Briscoes get hair? Because they were always bald to me, you know. It's like it just. But you know, I'm bringing it. But like you know, it really took me a long time to just sort of like enjoy uh, wrestling because I didn't like the idea of Japanese wrestling sort of just taking over, especially because I was a really big Mexican wrestling fan at the time. Still am. Uh, I actually, I, although I did stop watching AAAI, and I stopped watching Lucha Libre altogether for a while after uh, Perito died because the way he died was just like, you know, it, it hurt because he was in an old, he was, he, he was, he wasn't a young man, but he wasn't old. So to know that he passed away in the middle of a match against Rey Mysterio of all people, you know, it's like just, you know, I, I, I know now that like, I think I've said this before, but I'm pretty sure Rey Mysterio and Juventu Guerrera, you know, like I'm pretty sure they had shared the same trauma now, you know, just being able to have a match against somebody and just, you know, Roosh too, now that I think about it, because uh, Sikosi's dose, or C, C, uh, not not C, not Sikosi's dose, uh, La Parca dose. <sighs> even when I'm not, even like, even in the wrestling that I don't, I try to avoid, I, I find myself knowing stuff about it. And it's just, it feels weird, you know. Like it feels real, like even like mentioning those occurrences now, but yeah, but yeah, like I fell out of wrestling for a while, so I'm trying to like get back into it. I don't watch like full shows anymore because I don't know if my attention span could like grasp that, but I do watch full, uh, I do watch like matches now, just like every every couple matches or so. I try my best to kind of get that little bit understood and everything like that. So it, it just it just feels good to know that, uh, you know, and so watching NJPW Strong, that full episode, you know, and being able to know what happened in it, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it feels good to know that, like, you know, it's still interesting to me. You know what I mean? Because it's like I fell off not because I was getting tired of wrestling or getting bored with it. I was I fell off because whatever personal connection I had, I felt like it diminished and my feelings were wrong, you know? So that's a good feeling that my feeling was wrong, so to speak. Okay. I'm rambling, but that's only because I miss wrestling. I really do. But um, I um, completely steering off into politics, which I know y'all probably get like, you know, the two people who listen to this probably get tired of me talking about politics, but uh, I just recently learned what the, uh, I think it's called the Council of National Policy. I just learned what that is, right? Like, and just in the name, yo, in the name, that should be like a red flag. The Council of National Policy, you know what I mean? Like, you mean the government? You call yourself a government, so to speak. You're trying to become the government. And it's just, it's just, it's just the this white supremacist group. It's just like it's basically the clan, but with better connections. You know what I'm saying? Like these people are just like, like you know, they're all and it's like they they apparently started way back when, like 
you know, they're just they started from people who were just really upset that slavery is like gone and prayer in school is gone. So like they're basically saying, you know, we just want to, you know what? Let's just ruin everything. <laughs> you know, let's just let's 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 just Republican this stuff right up. You know what I mean? And the thing that's really kind of bothering me about this organization is that like, you know, they're using religion in in a, to uh, to basically make people okay with what they're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that really kind of stresses me out because we don't talk about like how bad of a death grip religion has on America in general. Like we really just don't, we don't have that conversation. You know what I mean? And I, I'm like, and I, like I, to say I'm, I'm Southern, you know, I'm from, I'm from, a, you know, I'm from the South, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I know about, you know, religion. I have, I have a little bit of an idea about religious fanaticism. Like my mom tried to get me to go. My mom was putting me in church after church since I was like eight. Once, you know, once, um, I want to say, I don't know, like once, like maybe 18 came around, you know what I mean? And it was like, you know, we could have a choice to go to church or not. You know, that was a moment where my mom, my mom would ask us if we wanted to go to church and I would just be like, I'm just not feeling it, you know? Because of, I was so burnt out, you know, five years, like that's that's a long time to just like be missing shows like Dexter's Laboratory, Coward Chicken, and Johnny Bravo on Cartoon Cartoon, you know what I mean? And that's, you know, I was, a t- like I said, I was a, as I said before, I was a TV kid, you know what I mean? You couldn't, you know, like streaming shows has basically just completely saved like you know my child my inner child so to speak because i just thought that i just missed everything forever now i'm watching you know metabots and you know uh monster rancher courage the cowardly dog i'm watching all of the shows that i felt like i kind of missed out on when i was younger hopefully hopefully they rip that band-aid off and just give us um you know cow and chicken because it's controversial and as like like as audacious as that show was it's you know it's a pioneer man cow and chicken is basically Ren and Stimpy for people my age which is weird because Ren and Stimpy is Ren and Stimpy for people my age <laughs> oh my goodness <clears throat> but yeah like I just don't like the idea that religion is like you know because it's like the sad part is is that like religion I don't I don't think that, you know, people, we're doing this religion thing correctly, like, at all. I don't think nobody is, you know what I mean? Because, like, I feel like religion is supposed to be the thing that drives you as a person. The moment that you try to, you know, make it, like, national policy or make it, like, you know, something that a group of people has to do, I feel like that's when things get, because, like, you know, what motivates you will motivate you, you know what I'm saying? But, like, what motivates you shouldn't be forced to motivate other people you see what i mean and i think that's kind of where the the backlash comes from like one thing i used to always get stressed out about growing up was like they will always try to incorporate christianity and religion into just about everything like growing up in the south like i remember one time there was this uh there was this dance uh a friend of mine invited me uh to a little a little dance party we would go there and we would like learn how we would either learn how to dance or we would just be dancing or it, it was a lot of it was the it was the the boy girl dance kind of thing you know what i'm saying 
one hand on shoulder, one hand on waist, uh, one, you know, like tip and go like this and that. I don't know how you, I don't know how you, uh, I, I did terrible in that dance. I was actually kind of ashamed of myself, but it was just the fact that like, you know, it was a dance party, so to speak, but it took place in a church. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm, I'm, it's like, you know, did it really have to take place in a church? We can, we couldn't have this any other place. You know what I'm saying? It was a religious gathering, you know what I mean? But it was, it was like disguised as a dance party. And it's like, it just kind of feels a little disingenuous because it's like, this is supposed to be a team gathering, uh, but it's like, now you're turning it into this. And there was even another time, like, I think it was something kind of recent where they just basically said, you know, oh, it's going to be this thing. It's like, surprise, religion. It's like, you don't trick people into joining your religion. You know, so if, you, if you have to trick people into attending your religious um, gathering, then your religious gathering just probably shouldn't be as hype as you want it to be. And you should be happy that it's small. I, I can't stress this enough, but smaller venues and smaller groups and smaller things is sometimes a good thing. You know what I mean? Because at some point, somebody else is going to appreciate what you're doing and be involved in it. But it, but for the time being, you can do whatever you want because you ain't got no eyes on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not saying I, I, that's probably the, I really hate the fact that in America, you can do whatever you want. It's a terrible thing to say because people want to do terrible things. But what I mean to say is, is that like, you, you know, the good thing about having a smaller group or a smaller venue is that you can you can take time to experiment with certain things and see what you, you kind of just sort of like see what works and what doesn't work. The problem with trying to force your small group on other people is more backlash. You know what I'm saying? People ain't gonna, people ain't gonna, um, ain't gonna want to go to your thing because it's gonna feel like it's being forced on. And I feel like the problem is that like we really just don't we don't incorporate we don't we don't incorporate that enough. Like religion is being forced and it's and it's like it's stressful because the dumbest people are the ones who are the dumbest people are the ones who are kind of like sort of just being okay with it. Like they're basically saying, Well, we're okay with it, you should be okay with it too. And it's like, no, we're not. I mean, you know how I know religion is being forced on us? Go to any residential area. And just drive around, right? Count how many churches you passed up. I want to say from where I am currently, uh, where I'm currently sleeping at, to my job, I want to say I passed up at least five churches. Five. That's a 15 minute drive between. It's a 15 minute drive between a. Uh, where I where I sleep and my job. You see what I'm saying? That would mean like on average, that would mean I on average see a church every three miles. You see what I'm saying? And it just sort of stresses me out because it's like, you know, America is in a midst of a housing crisis. You know what I mean? Like like we have a bank crisis and a housing crisis. We don't like you know. We don't need churches. We need homeless shelters. See what I'm saying? Like I'm not taking anything away from churches, but it's like you know we need like you know where like where the where the homeless shelters, where the soup kitchens, 
where are the the places that help uh people who ain't gonna have enough money because we've got a banking crisis going on too so you have a banking crisis going on too and some people are losing their money you know what i'm saying some banks are just saying you know what to heck with it right and just putting your balance to zero so it's like you know what like you know right now the churches have a chance to ultimately kind of help out poor people the churches have a chance to kind of change their um you know at the very least not not completely change their um me- uh, change their method but like right now there's a crisis going on and people are asking for help from anywhere they can so it's kind of stressful to me that the church with access to all of this power all of this funding all of, like and I, I can't stress how much power religion has in this country so it just really kind of it annoys me that like with all of this power and with all these things that's going on they just there's no there's no uh clerical you know need to just say you know what let's start creating homeless shelters let's start you know let's start doing some soup kitchens let's start you know doing some uh, some rallies and some drives you know what i'm saying Let, let's 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 take this time let's help people let's start helping people you know what i mean because and like the christians that i talk to they just basically say i mean well in life you're supposed to suffer anyway because you know when you die if you're you know if you give your life to god before you die you are going to become you know you know you're going to become happier after you die and i'm like no i don't want to i don't want i don't want to be happier after i die who want who would who, who wants that who wants that bro like are you out of your, no absolutely not i'm not trying to be happier after i die i'm trying to be happy before i die so i can be happier after i die i'm not you can't go up to, like you know i feel like if you're if you're taking in people who are at the end of their rope, you know what I mean? Then you're taking in people who are at their most vulnerable and you're manipulating them into uh, just basically joining your cause in hopes to give you money or give you attention or, you know, give you something else. You're a cult, you know what I mean? You're not a religion anymore. And I'm just kind of stressed out because, like, and I'm stressed out about this because there are some, some, uh, some churches out there that do indeed help people. But for every few churches that help people, you rarely ever hear about like these big time churches doing anything. And at the end of the day, these big time churches are the ones that are like using their message and using their authority and using their power to help spread white supremacy for the Council of National Policy. My least favorite thing right now is how they're basically saying, you know, uh, like oh being oh uh, being a certain way is against like they they can easily they're trying to make it so that they can say being a certain way is against God, you should get rid of it. They're trying to get they're trying to make that into the law of the land, and the problem with that perspective is that like, I mean we 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 all know what that leads to, and it's stressing me out how we know what this leads to. We know what goes on with it, and the people that are trying to now trying to do it ultimately just sort of just messing things up like i like i said i can't like this is why i don't like conservatives man i had a had a whole discussion earlier with some dude who was like you know 
Well, that's not, well, you know, that's conservatives. That's not us Republicans. I don't care what you call yourselves at this point. You're all part of the same, you're all part of the same unit to me, and you're all terrible people. Well, then you're a liberal. See, right there, that's that's what a conservative would say, because I'm not a liberal. I can't stress enough how I don't like weed and I don't like abortion. I just don't think that other people just, I just don't think that me not liking it is a good enough reason for people to not have it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like weed and I don't like abortion, which is why I don't smoke weed and I don't go out and have, like, and and have a whole bunch of sex with complete strangers who don't want to have my kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of sick monster would that be, right? <sighs> I'm just saying, though, man. And it's like, I have to learn about the, the, the Council of National Policy. It's just really kind of, it's really kind of like bringing into perspective that, like, these people will not stop until they basically make, you know, until they bring back slavery or something. They, they're trying to bring us back to 1863. And, like, people know about this now. Like, we, I feel like, you know, I feel like as a society, we should know about this and try to find a way to challenge this because these people win. These people win like elections and stuff. These people win, you know, uh, like no, there's these people in the Supreme Court right now. They're trying to make everything to they're trying to they're trying really hard to turn their bigotry into everybody's problem. And I just feel like at this point right now, we should be. Um, you know, like just be more mindful about that stuff. You know, like right now, you know, there's this is like this. There's a, right now, there's a whole discussion going on about Lori Harvey's dating life. Like, who cares? You know, and uh, you know, Jonathan Majors apparently getting in trouble with, um, you know, a domestic abuse thing. And it's like apparently, I don't, I don't know the details, so I don't want to talk about that. But I also don't want to talk about that because it's celebrity stuff. Celebrity stuff has nothing to do with anything. Like. Like I always say, you know, the worst thing that can happen with like entertainment news is that a movie doesn't get done or an actor gets canceled or something. But the worst thing that can happen in politics is we literally just work for nothing. You know what I mean? Like these people are trying to turn poor people into slaves, man. Like there's people out there who are actively trying to, you know, make it so that we suffer more as a society for their own personal benefit. And I feel like that's more important then I feel like that's much more important than, you know, hey, what's this star slash beautiful person other whatever is going through or going to or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. It's just like we really should be taking, you know, it's stressful, man. It's really stressful. Uh, man, okay. Um, it, it's like, you know, celebrity, it, it, who cares, man? Like, politics is politics is much more savage and catty anyway, you know? Like, Lauren Boebert just basically, like, celebrated being a grandmother at 36 because her 17-year-old kid impregnated a 15-year-old. And she's just like, babies are the future. Have more babies. Come on, man. Like we just we, we we gotta you know we gotta make more stuff 
important. We got to start having more focus on things. Also, I will say this, though. Entertainment uh, entertainment news does tend to, like, get to me a little bit because I just recently learned about, uh, you know, um, Afro Man. Uh, Afro Man basically got robbed by the police. He basically got, like, damaged, his property damaged by the cops and got robbed by the cops. And the cops are suing him. Like, I don't, like, that's political. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if every other like union for a job worked as good as it did for the cops every like pe- we will be okay right now man like what i'm about to learn about what a union is because like this is ridiculous like you want to seriously sit here and tell me that a cop can do their job incompetently and you know the worst that they get is like a week vacation but if i do my job a way that my boss doesn't want me to do my job right like, I get fired. That's just it. Game over. You know what I'm saying? There's no union out there protecting me, making sure my job is, like, you know, secure. Like, your job, like if your job doesn't want you, they could just get rid of you. You know, being a cop, I think you would have to, like, I think you would literally have to, like, off somebody on camera to get fired. You would have to hurt someone. You would have to. <sighs> politics over entertainment y'all i'm about to go ahead and call it a day love peace happiness and everything to everyone you know um be good to one another treat each other with respect respect isn't earned is given and is taken away you know what i'm saying like just like you know like we literally have an entire group of people that we can openly disrespect and you're choosing to hurt an innocent person for no reason do better be easy y'all Thank um.